this. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Overall, Jamar Chase, Zach Taylor did say the next day that he's still day-to-day. So we'll see if he's out there. That would be obviously a huge receiver to get back for the biggest receiver to get back for this Kansas City game and for Jake Browning overall. But I want to stay with the offense. We'll move on from Jake Browning and, and talk about the running game because there was a lot of criticism. I'm not surprised because when you lose, everybody's mad at the play caller. Everybody's mad at the head coach. Like we talked about, it's the Birdman meme. There's, they're sitting there, hands rubbing, waiting for Zach Taylor to have a game where the offense doesn't do well, and they're going to blame him. Even if he scored 30 points three weeks in a row with a backup quarterback and against at least one good defense, it yeah. does not matter. doesn't matter. They're rubbing their hands. They're waiting. Let me ask you this. Did Zach Taylor throw the three interceptions? No. And I, I think there there were situations that like I I, I was like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. But the main one people ever everybody keeps was complaining about, right? It's mm-hmm. is, yeah, obviously the three interceptions that's on the quarterback. Especially especially because I thought all three of those interceptions he could have thrown the ball away in the first one. And I thought he had an answer on the second one that he just didn't get to. And I think that's also true on the third one. So he just, you know, he's he's kind of forcing it. Um, that series of downs, second and one, they run what that like little flare screen where they run this all the time with Burrow to Trent Irwin. It is there. It's open. But Browning throws it short and behind him. So Irwin completely stops, has to bend down, sit down, pick the ball up off the ground, and then try to go and he's tackled inches right. short he's st- he's still or no he's tackled basically right at the line of, scr- line of scrimmage there um so you just waste a second and one but the play call worked it just wasn't executed the quarterback couldn't make a five well however whatever 12 yard type throw there just get it out <laughs> to the flat and forward lead him forward because there was room it was an access type throw and there was access on that throw Anyway, you get the third down. They can't pick up third and one with a run play. So they get to inches. It I mean, if I had to put money, like like if I had to set the odds on the Bengals picking up fourth and inches with a run play, I mean 50-50 almost feels yeah. that almost feels like optimistic just because of how bad it was up front. And you know the Steelers are gonna be ready for it. So the Steelers yeah. did get ready for it. They played man coverage everywhere and they tr- put everybody else into the fit. The Bengals threw the ball to T Higgins, but the ball didn't get anywhere near T Higgins and that ends fourth down. But when I'm looking at that, I, I just go like, yeah, maybe that would have picked it. Maybe you could have picked it up in the run game, but you didn't pick it up on third and one. So fourth and inches, quarterback sneak maybe that's maybe that's a call you could go for but i just when i i didn't hate it like i didn't hate the idea of taking a shot to your best receiver against their rookie corner you just have to actually give him an like a possibility to win that shot and not throw it five yards short so he's trying to make a falling over diving catch through the other player i don't know i didn't hate that i hated when they went back-to-back screens on one series and that put him in third and eleven. I hated some of the other stuff like that. It just felt conservative at times. And some of that is also the quarterback was throwing picks when they tried to be aggressive and they can't run the ball. So they just, you know, it just felt like the entire game. They were just done other than throws to T. 
that is just throws to T were basically the only offense that I trusted. Everything else was just dead on arrival, at least when the game was tight and competitive, which wasn't that long, but yeah, if the fourth fourth and inches worked, we would we would have loved it. We would have said, "Oh, great call!" Didn't see it coming. Gave you guys a shot. Yeah, yeah, got get a touchdown there. Uh, huge for them. So yeah, it, it's just it wasn't working for them. And when you're down and the game isn't going your way, and as I mentioned before, when it's raining, it's pouring. Um, you aren't going to run the ball. You're not going to run the ball when you're down by three scores. No, nope, they're down twenty four. What at the start when they got yeah. the ball back in the third quarter, they were down twenty four nothing. Like that's it. Yeah, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. You want to catch up in this game. You still think you have a shot. And, you know, I thought even when T. Higgins scored the touch, I'm like, well, maybe they will start to play better in the second half. But honestly, they couldn't stop them defensively. And, you know, there were just moments in that game, as we mentioned before. It's just it's a, it's a different game when you don't have your franchise quarterback in there with this offense. And, you know, we've noticed that a lot this season. It's just been so up and down. And then obviously, as I mentioned before, or even after the game that next morning, I said, you know what? Those three games were a lot of fun. I had a blast, and mm -hmm. it gave me a little bit of hope. And if they beat Kansas City, well, I talk myself into, well, what if? What if they do it? What if they beat Cleveland? What if Cleveland is resting their starters in that final game? Because it won't change anything. If they win on Sunday, they will stay at the number five seed. And if, if Baltimore wins, um, it doesn't change the seeding for them. And then maybe they're resting, guys. And maybe Cincinnati does get in. Maybe they do begin, you know. I'll think about that when it happens, but you just lost a huge opportunity. Um, you know, there's a lot of what if games this season, even when Joe Burrow was healthy, I think back at the Texans game, what if Tyler Boyd catches the ball? You know, what if you play better in that game? What if you stop their running back? Um, and these two games versus the Pittsburgh Steelers are just two big what if games. And, and it wasn't close, obviously, in this past one, but even the first matchup, it was just a sloppy game. And it was obviously Jake Browning's first start. But offensively, I want to move on from that. Is there anything you would like to say about the offense? No, I think that's about it. I, don't know. I think there's not much else. I think there's not reason to be optimistic about how they could perform against the Chiefs defense, but the Chiefs defense is also good. So we'll see. I would expect the Chiefs are going to steal their game plan and not try to do anything that Browning could take advantage of until he shows he can beat a very basic load the box, play cover three type of situation. Yeah, I, I'm expecting a huge bounce back for this Chiefs game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I know they've looked bad for a while now. They really just haven't looked like themselves, but I think that they'll they'll find a way. We'll, we'll see what it looks like. And look, if Cincinnati surprises them, then good for them. Get a road, get a huge win on the road at Arrowhead in December. But moving on to the defensive side of the football for the Cincinnati Bengals, this is disappointing on so many levels because during that three game stretch, there were times where I thought, you know what? Defensively, I see glimpses of Jermaine Pratt, Logan Wilson stepping up, being the Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, just from this game a week ago prior to that. And to see what you're seeing out of your linebacker room and explosive plays for Cheeto when I feel like Cheeto's back. He doesn't feel totally back from the ACL, and this is a huge contract year for him. I don't think he's back in Cincinnati after this year just because they do have Cam Taylor, Britt, DJ Turner, and maybe they'll pick up another corner. But overall, it just felt like a disappointing game for a lot of the veterans on the defensive side of the ball. Yes. And the young guys. It was everybody. Everybody. Right? I shouldn't I shouldn't say like yeah, <laughs> DJ Turner. I mean, there's so many different players. So yeah, I mean. Look at it, and it's just, yeah. I mean, the George Pickens of it all that he just <laughs> he had all that you know negative press going into the game, and then the game happened, and it was just like, oh, 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. And I felt almost felt like we should have expected this, right? Like, I feel like I've seen this before where a wide receiver starts getting blasted in the media for effort and all this other stuff. They just kind of feed him a little bit. He shows what he is. He dunked on everybody. What can you say? I mean, he made an incredible catch on that one play where he got both feet down. I had no idea how he could do that. He made the catch and run was so disappointing, mainly from Dax Hill, because Dax Hill comes off the roof of the defense, goes to make the tackle. And instead of this being a 12-yard play, and you just go, ah, shucks. You know, like, well, at least we have another series of down. Hill is out of control Mm -hmm. and takes a bad angle. And he ends up taking out DJ Turner, who's trying to catch him from behind. So now it's a foot race with Jermaine Pratt. And I think there was somebody else, but I can't remember who it was. But just, yeah, Pickens wins that foot race because he had a step on them to start. And he's faster than those guys. But you had a chance to control this, like contain this fire. And instead, you tried to go make a big hit or just kind of were playing too fast. And the game was moving fast for you. Whatever the issue was, it just compounded it and that seemed to just happen everywhere and they got out physical up front again it's you know the Steelers offensive line was able and they were able to move them and run the ball and everybody's talking about Mason Rudolph about you know like is a it, it, well the Steelers are even doing like the whole Rudolph or Pickett they're I think they're starting Rudolph next week even if they it's healthy yeah so you get out physical we just talked about the other end where the Bengals got out physical on offense well when you're out physicaling them on the defensive when they're on defense and you're on offense doing the physical, the physicality part of this, you can run the ball, you can pass protect, you can run the ball and then they can't pass rush as hard because you're able to run the ball so effectively. And even when all that fails, you've got a guy that's just making incredible catches, dunks left and right 